Right, I see uh, our teachers in New South Wales have revealed the personal toll of the increasing casualisation of our workforce. They say that short-term contracts for years on end are forcing them to forego holiday pay and frequently reapply for their positions. David Shoebridge joins me on the program. Morning, David. Yeah, morning, Marcus. Good speak. Thank you, mate. I, I just find it ridiculous. Uh, we've got a looming teacher shortage here in the state of New South Wales with uh, a risk of fewer people taking up the profession, and we're making it so hard, whether it's low pay, a lack of respect and increasing workloads, they, they all dampen teacher recruitment, but then we're actually asking them, what, to forego holiday pay and frequently reapply for their own job? Yeah, well, when you, when you talk to teachers on the ground... Um, uh, particularly public school teachers. They're the, they're the bunch of teachers I, I talk to a lot. Um, first of all, they are super dedicated to their job. You know, they, they love teaching. They love their students. They want to do the best they can. But, you know, I've spoken to teachers who have been on rolling annual contracts, um, having to reapply for their contract for five, six, seven, eight years in a row. And, and often their contract ends um, at the end of the school term so they don't get paid for any of the um, end-of-year holidays, and then yeah. they get recruited again at the beginning of February. And, you know, how you just think what that does to the morale of your kids' teachers when they're basically being sacked in, sacked in December and then re-engaged again in February, and that happens, you know, year after year after year. But how have we let it get to this stage? I mean, what have the, uh, the Teachers' Federation and the unions been doing about it? Obviously nothing. We shouldn't have a case. You're right. We should absolutely not have a case where we've got teachers at the end of the year not knowing whether they're welcome back in the classroom at the start of the term in February. Well, I think the Teachers' Federation have really been sort of lifting their game and really pushing the case um, very strongly. They, 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 create, they, they spent a lot of time and resources pulling together the Gallup report at the end of last year to start telling this story with, with authority and with data and with yeah, evidence. Yeah, of course. Yep. Um, and, that, and that reported at the end of last year, and that said, look, un- unless we start respecting teachers, paying them properly, um, reducing the amount of the gross amount of unpaid overtime, we're going to have this looming teacher shortage. We need about 11,000 more teachers in a decade from now than we have. Teachers, um, the, the teaching population is, is ageing. Um, there's going to be a surge of retirements over the next 10 years. And those two things together spell real trouble for getting the teachers we need for our public schools. More teachers retiring, more teachers needed. And meanwhile, you've got this disrespect being shown to the, the teachers already on the ground. And, and, you know, the Gallup report, amongst other things, said on, on average teachers are working 55 hours a week you know that's 15 hours of unpaid overtime yeah uh, on salaries that are, are not keeping pace with other co- you know comparable professions well we've got an extra 200,000 students projected to enter our state schools over the next two decades we need as you mentioned 11,000 extra teachers you know if they're on a, a casual contract where's the incentive here david yeah, so if, you, if you're talking to a young person about to begin their um, university degree and you're saying, hey, go down teaching, you, you could spend eight years on, a, on, on rolling annual contracts or you could spend five years working casual, you know, just trying to sort of get, get enough work week to week to week. And that, that's hardly attractive um, for, for young people to enter into the teaching profession. And, and you see that in terms of the ATAR levels, you know, the, the university entry levels for teaching, 
have fallen year on year on year as the pay rates have fallen and the conditions at work have deteriorated. These things are really connected. And when, 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 I, when we raised the Gallup report in Parliament and had a debate on it and pointed out, you know, the 55 hours of, of work, the 15 hours of overtime that is unpaid for teachers, it's more for principals. The, the, the education minister's response was that they have this program, I think it's called Reducing Administrative Burden, or it's got some deeply, you know, unsexy name. And, uh, <laughs> Something they, only they, a bureaucrat could come up with, yeah, no doubt, David. It, it, it's from Bureaucrat Central, the name. Anyhow, uh, uh, Sarah Mitchell, the minister, was saying, oh, they've got this great program, you know, it's reduced the administrative burden. Do you know how much it's reduced the workload on teachers? Tell me. You know, Four minutes a week. Wow. Four minutes a week. They're working 15 hours of unpaid overtime. And she was in Parliament saying how they'd reduce the administrative burden by four minutes a week. And, you know, I've spoken to teachers just in the last 48 hours, and they tell me that with COVID and all the training and all the additional burdens they've had, uh, things have actually got worse this year, even more unpaid work that they're doing. Outside yeah. of Yeah, it's a worry. It really is. Mate, where are we um, on the New South Wales lockdown? Can you see an end in sight perhaps on Friday? Will we return to some sort of normality with the uh, the mandating of QR codes in businesses and schools, etc.? Well, I mean, you, we, we all hope so. The, the hope is to get back to, to a kind of new, newish normal as soon as possible. But, I mean, one thing we don't want to do is go through two weeks of lockdown, and then um, before we're ready, open the doors again and have it all burst back. So, you know, there were some good figures yesterday. Um, The numbers had been reduced of community transmission. But I think we need to see, and, you know, Kerry Chan will say this, we need to see, you know, that consistent over days and days and days trending downwards towards zero. Um, But I think all of us hope to, you know, get get out of lockdown as soon as possible. Um, and, um, you know, again, when we're talking about getting out of lockdown as soon as possible, I think one of the things we need to make sure is that our, our teachers are vaccinated so that kids, when they go back to school and, and teachers are protected, you know, there's a lot to be done here. Absolutely. All right, David, good to talk to you, mate. We'll catch up next week. Look after yourself. Yeah, you too, Marcus. Thank you, mate. There he is, David Shoebridge on the